Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 105 in the book of Acts. Incredible story here today. I'm going to start by reading from Acts 16, verse 25. <clears throat> Paul and Silas were praying and singing, singing hymns to God. This is after they were beaten with sticks and thrown in jail in Philippi. And the prisoners were listening to them, presumably the jailer too. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out in a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Okay, let's break this down. Uh, first of all is the Paul and Silas and probably Timothy and Luke as well. What was their response to persecution, to beating, to trauma, to imprisonments, to being in the stocks? Well, they were worshiping. They were singing songs. They were praying. They were singing hymns out loud as a witness, and people heard them, presumably the prisoners for sure, but how could, you, how could it not go to the jailers as well? And this is all knowing that their rights were violated. They didn't play the Roman citizens card, at least not yet. Um, and other people were listening. So th this makes me think of a dear friend who had lost a son and had to travel seven hours to, uh, as part of the funeral process. And so this is one of the most horrible human things you can go through um, in losing a son. And her brother, who drove her this distance, said that for six or seven hours on this trip, she just sang and worshipped. And then he said, on the way back, another six or seven hours in the in the car, uh, six or seven hours of singing in in worship. So, in the midst of horrible stuff, the response is worship. Amongst amidst unrighteousness, grief, struggle. Okay, verse twenty six. And suddenly there's a great earthquake, and the foundations of the prison were sh shaken, and all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds. So they are free, and they are free for what? Well, here the, you see the Lord's sovereignty and the Lord's working, and is the freedom for escape, or is the freedom to actually stay? And in the staying, uh, ironically here, was the witness, and they actually are going to leave the jail later and get food and get baptized probably in a river uh, nearby. Later, they're going to leave the jail, but the, the staying here is in the witness. And the witness here is in valuing the life of the jailer. And apparently, uh, even the other prisoners stay. And then the staying was the saving. All right, verse 27. The jailer woke up, saw that the prison doors were open. He draws his sword and was about to kill himself. 
So imagine that you went to a job every day that you knew that if you messed up, if you failed in your job, you would be killed and you would be killed so definitively, not like, well, maybe there's a 50% chance you'd be killed. No, no, 100% chance that you'd be killed and that you that you would be killed in such a horrible way that I would rather kill myself. Well, how kill myself? You know, easy thing like electrocution. No, no. Carry, carry, stick a sword in your own self or fall on your own self. So you would be willing to die with horrible difficult to prevent the horrible way that the Romans would kill you and that you only have a moment to decide this. Well, why is that? Because you still have your weapon. Supposedly, there's a bunch of prisoners running around. And the first thing you know they're going to do is to take your weapon or kill or maybe kill you, hopefully kill you. They, they, so we got to remember that this is the Roman Empire here. And you don't make an empire just by, you know, la-di-da. You make a, an empire with weapons and conquering and swords and prison and authority. And let's not sugarcoat this. This guy knew that he was going to... If the a prisoner escaped, he was going to die a horrible, horrible death. And so he, in the moment he still has his weapon, he decides to kill himself. Well, then something happens. But Paul cries out and says, don't harm yourself. We're all here. And apparently this includes the other prisoners, the other, let's say, non-Christian uh, prisoners. And, and they're all voting with their feet. That is, I would rather stay with Paul and Silas and Timothy and Luke in this jail, then run away from the Romans. And probably some of those prisoners are voting with their life. And I imagine if you stayed in jail, the Romans were going to have your 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 head. So if, And the, the critical thing is if a single prisoner leaves, then the jailer gets killed in this difficult, horrible uh, way. And so possibly these other guys, by staying, are voting with their life for the jailer's job. So when the sun went down, all these guys, I think, when you're in jail, I'm sure your big thought is, I would do anything to get out of here. And then that changes to, I'm staying even though I have my freedom. All right, verse 29, the jailer called for lights. Who does he call to? Apparently there's more than one jailer. Uh, and the reaction to the uh the situation is he calls for rights and lights and rushed in. He goes into the jail. He finds the guys that were singing and trembling with fear. Now, remember, two verses ago, he was so afraid of the Romans that he was going to kill himself. And now he's so now he's he has the fear of God in a in a in a good way. So all these things together, the, the, the message of the guys, the response to the persecution that they have, the miracle of the earthquake, the freedom that the guys don't use, the bravery, if you will, creates a situation where the jailer now is ready and he gets this fear of God and is ready to, to listen and falls before Paul and Silas. And then he asks the greatest question, which we can't even do today, uh, sirs, what's, what must I do to be saved? We'll talk about that tomorrow. So a couple of teaching points. and So you're going to ha probably have some trauma or persecution or difficulty today. May you be found worshiping. May you be found singing and praising. May you set your heart today that when the crap hits the fan that you will be found worshiping like Paul and Silas. 
And may your fear of man be, be overshadowed by the fear of God. And then finally be ready to ask the greatest question in the world. What must I do to be saved? Come back tomorrow. We'll answer that question. Thanks for listening.